good evening. Welcome to I'm No Expert. Ah, ah, ah. You've joined us in the lair of the I'm No Expert studios on this Oh Hallows Eve. The Eve when the dead come alive. The spirits shiver through your skin. Halloween? (laughs) Yes, Halloween. This week on the show, we take a look at some spooky beers. Spooky! Spooktacular! Some mystery beers. And something called Witch's Brew. I'm Chris Lavenslager, and thank you so much for downloading this episode of I'm No Expert to Craft Beer Podcast. And you're listening to the Spooktacular 2015. Hi. Katie. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome. This is so spooky. I've it's never spooky. been more scared in is my life. Is it a little spooky? We've definitely set the mood. Oh, we man. have set it the is, mood. It is like a layer in here of just Halloween goodness. 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 It's like you're going to a haunted house, but you also get to drink. Mm. Mm. That should be a thing. That should be a should thing. Should that be a thing? Is that a thing already? Do we know if that's a thing? We should invent that if it's not a thing. Yeah. Like, like, do you think there'd be a liability for people being really, really drunk and then mm. being scared out of their minds? Like piss their pants or something? Yeah. Well, yeah, or like... Maybe. Does, does being being drunk make you a little more scared or maybe a little more courageous? I think it makes people more courageous mm. okay. in general. Yeah. I think it also makes people violent. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Very true. I feel like you'd have a liability for the actors. Yeah. That's true. Getting, like, punched in the face or yeah, something Yeah, absolutely. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're here uh, out in the middle of nowhere, as you can hear. Yeah, uh, we're at a uh, we're at a local church mm-hmm. uh, out in the abandoned. Abandoned. Yep, a lot of crows nesting in here. But apparently, the bell still. Works. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just the wind. Yeah, the wind. Just, the is, wind is just. They say that the the bell will only ring on Hollow's Eve mm. because the wind blows through a certain trees. There's so many ghosts and goblins <laughs> running Little through the goose. forest. Um. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I went to a haunted house. I can. I shot zombies. <laughs> oh, it's, so you like it was like a you, you had a fake gun, yeah, like I a laser had, tag kind of thing. Well, it was. I think it was actually a real gun that was like stripped, and oh. then um, they had um, what are those? They're not fireworks, but those uh, poppers that you can get. Oh, the ones you throw them on the ground for uh, yeah. during the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They almost had. Uh, it sounded like that. So, so the it cap almost, gun. 
Yeah. yeah is that what gun. it's called? Yeah, a cap gun. Okay. So, um, but you strapped on all of this equipment and whoever you were with, um, they made you choose who was going to go in first because that was going to be the, you were going to be with the one with the gun and you were going to have to be the one responsible for your group and killing oh zombies. Whoa. And they actually gave you a full tutorial on where to shoot at them because they, the actors in the haunted house took it so seriously that if you didn't shoot them square in the head, they <gasps> would continue to come well, at yeah. you. Wow. And um, so that was kind of intense. That's incredible. Wow. I get too spooky for me. I and think. then yeah. that was even just the, like the one part of it. Then at the end, we got lost in a maze and we literally could not get our way out. We oh, had to see, actually ask that. for like a secret door because it was getting old. Because wow. we just couldn't you just get walked out. around in circles over, yeah. over and over again. And they were, yeah. they were just getting so close and being really creepy. Oh, so. see, I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I would, I would say no, thank you. I would give a good old veto on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of, of haunted houses, but I am a fan of. I, I think I could probably be like an actor. Yeah. In mm-hmm. the haunted house. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Totally. You totally could do that. I love them. There's something about um, there's something about the element of knowing that it's fake, but you still get scared and you almost force yourself to get scared just so that you can laugh about it. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah. you constantly just go through the cycle of screaming and laughing and screaming and laughing. Yeah. And um, that's why I have a good time with it. It's them. like that adrenaline adrenaline rush mm-hmm. when yeah. you go on like a roller coaster because I love roller coasters. Yes. Love, love, love. And I like the first time that I've if I've never been on a roller coaster, you're like waiting in line and then you're kind of nervous and then you kind of get up there and you're more nervous and then you sit down, you strap in and you're like, okay, I'm super nervous now. And then you go but there's up. There's no going back. There's no going back. <laughs> and then you go up and then you go up the hill, up the hill, up the hill. And it's so slow. And it's so slow and so loud. And then all of a sudden it's just like down on the other side and you're like. And there's always like that one sound. Well, I can't do roller coasters, but in my experience, there's always that one sound that just click, and yep. then you're just gone. Yeah, and yeah. then you're you're yeah. you can't breathe. There was yeah. this one. Oh gosh, there was this one roller coaster. I think it's at Cedar Point, where you're kind of like standing up, if I remember correctly, and you go up, and you're kind of you're like a saddle seat, but you're mostly standing, and you go up the hill. And then there's the ones where it'll, it'll go over the first drop, but then it'll go down and then come back up again. Like, So it, it's like a fake out. Right. Mm-hmm. This one was, it went over the hill and stopped. Oh, no. And it was just like you were just <laughs> leaning over, just kind of like staring straight down at like this 30 degree no. drop. And then no, all of a sudden it was thanks. just, shunk. That <laughs> click happened again. Yeah. <laughs> you it was just like that metallic, just clunk. And then you're yeah. just... Before you can even register it, you're gone. Ah, <laughs> oh, I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah, that's, I guess I'm the boring one of the group. I can't do haunted house or roller coasters. Mm-hmm. One roller coasters, motion sickness, and haunted house. I just my my little heart can't take it. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it is it more about what's lurking around the corner? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Okay. That's why I can't do scary movies because I'm always I'm very like jumpy, vocal. Oh, <laughs> about it. So I'll be like. Like, I know you're there. I know you're there on the corner. I know you are. And then I, I, it, it just, right when it goes, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like, and I'll like try to walk away, but there's nowhere to go, no. you know. So. See, that's why for somebody like me, you are a prime candidate oh, to no. invite to a haunted house. Ooh. You would be the person I would want to go with just because I would get laughs from oh okay well i'm glad you, it'd be your, your entertainment that would be your entertainment yeah we could go to the i could probably do the children's museum oh one. come on the pirate ship one yeah mm, is that the yeah. theme this year yeah i could do that 
you know, where it's built for kids. So it's not like they go, they go, boo, and then they're like, are you okay? Okay, great. All right. <laughs> okay, moving on. Next. It's candy. Yeah. Boo. Huh. Okay, all right, here we go. And then to the next person, I'd be like, boo, got me. Thank you. All right. Shake their hand, like, good job. You look great. And then move on to the next room. Okay, bring it here. All right, go ahead. And all right, thank you. Three, two, one, scare. All right, one, two. Great, good job, great execution. <laughs> ten out of ten. That's You're getting a, paid, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I would have to do a haunted house. Oh man! So let's talk about our first beer. Mm. That's um, that's here on the table. Our spooky spooky beer from Books and Brews. Katie's like new favorite place to go. Well, I just was surprised at how delicious <laughs> it was when I. Well, especially when I tasted some of their um, current selections yeah. for um, for the Halloween season. Um, they have a really good Halloween that me and Katie had at Books and Brews <laughs> down there at their, their is it a, t- would you call that a tap house? Sure. Yeah, but it's like mm-hmm. a library also. Yeah, they're like board games and yeah. that kind of thing. Um, Books in the front, brews in the back. There you right. go. And it was called Zombie Brains. Ooh. And it was strawberry, kiwi, and vanilla cream. Mixed mm. into this just delicious amalgamation. It was so good. It was so good. It was very good. It sounds pretty delicious. So, yes, I've been impressed so far with Books and Brews. And I haven't tasted anything that I don't like. And also, we when we went, were just at the Whis- Whiskey Expo a whiskey. few weeks. Whiskey! <laughs> um, Expo a few weeks ago, we tasted a Books and Brews beer that had um, that was brewed with one of my favorite whiskeys. And so immediately I was on board like, and we had floored. to go and actually so good. taste yeah. more. Yeah, it was and very good. so, yeah. I'm a fan. Okay, so what do we have here, Chris? So this is the Merchant of the NT. This is Books mm-hmm. and Brews and Vine and Tables uh, collaboration series. Um, I think we've had one volume one through three on the show at some point. Not all at the same time, but I think so far. Yeah. Um, this is bottle number 13 of 120. This is an uh, caramel apple brown ale with an alcohol percentage of 6.7 and a 20 IBU. Wow. So what's the name of it again? Um, it just it's literally called the Merchant of VNT Volume Four. Oh, I see. So that's okay. each of the, the each of the beers are distinguished by which volume they are. Yeah. Okay. So they don't have a a name like Books and Brews. Um, I think I have a couple of that are like clever book names, but are beer names. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I've I've had we've had another one on the show before. I've had another one. I think it was Volume Two. Possibly. Yeah. All right. I want this new table set up, so this will be. Ooh, cheers. There we go. Clink, clink, clink. Clink, clink, clink. Mmm. Smells good. Ooh. Ooh, I'm getting something right away. Mmm. Okay. It's a little tart. Yeah. There's yeah, a little because I was almost going to... For some reason, my instinct was cherries um, with the tartness, but the, I could be wrong. It's some kind of, like, tarty, uh, fruity, though, flavor right off Ooh. the tongue. Oh yeah! Ooh, that's delicious. Oh my! It's that's, like a it's like a Granny Smith tartness almost. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm getting from it. Now I'm also Maybe, getting like yeah, that makes more sense. You know that sweetness, like if you eat like a real caramel that was like wrapped in wax paper. Oh yeah, you eat that, and then like when you bite down in your teeth, there's the sugar on your teeth. I think I'm getting that as well from this. Mm. Um, I like that. Right? Like, like <laughs> ooh. I'm just gonna put caramel in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Caramel coated teeth. Yeah, I get the I get the sweetness, but it's not overwhelmingly sweet. like super super sweet. 
N- no, no. I at would least, say, at least in my palate. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't say by any means it's 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 sour, because it's not. It's tart. No, tart I, is tart is a is much better um, of a descriptor for this yeah. than than sour. I think it's I think it's really really good for someone. I think my 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 palate's getting um, a little bit a little bit wider. Yeah, I don't want to say a little bit. I'm actually quite impressed with how okay. how much um, you. I think that you're just your old taste, but you're just growing little new taste buds. Oh, okay. Yeah. they're just the, sprouting. Yeah, they're just yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you might be you might be be getting rid of the old ones, and new ones are just popping. Oh, like up a, like molting. My tongue is yeah. molting. Yeah. Like a, mm. basically, you're like a, a zombie. Who's you know, coming out of the ground for the first time? Oh, and his okay. hand just shoots shoots out of the the grave mm-hmm. and, and just clawing, clawing out of the the grave. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> he's so good. At that. <laughs> you really would be a really good actor. Yeah, you would be a good like a, a creepy, creepy actor. You would be a good zombie. I've done my own zombie makeup before. Yeah. Which is pretty intense. I don't know if I have if I have pictures of it somewhere, but the whole like lots of color of mm-hmm. like making you look like dead and like under eyeliner and like shadowing and then I did like fake gashes in my face at some point and like it was. I'm gonna have to see this. I have to, mm-hmm. I have to figure out if, like like my mom has a picture of it from when I went to like I would go to like you go to high school and you dress up for the day. Either like the, right. the Friday before or Halloween was like on a weekday. Right. And you go and I was full blown zombie all day and then walking through the halls acting out the zombie, you know. <laughs> People would talk to me and I just go. <gasps> <laughs> yep. You were so good at that. Didn't we. Didn't we have this at. The Whiskey Expo? I feel like we had this at the Whiskey Expo. I feel I'm I'm trying to do a little research and find out like what kind of apples they used and like that but and then I Maybe we did. I found like they did. They had uh um I'm I'm looking here and there's this article that says that that indeed brought some beers to the show and I'm thinking this may have been one of them. Maybe we did because we did try a couple. Um, and I didn't try anything. I still haven't tried anything from books and from books that, books I don't that you didn't like. like. Yeah. yeah. Um, here, there's a little snippet, if I may. Oh, please. Um, it says the Merchant of VNT Volume Four Caramel Apple Ale, our fourth seasonal collaboration with Vine and Table, is a caramel apple ale. We split the brew into two pots for extra kettle caramelization. Mm. Then we added uh, Michigan Montgomery apples to this. To into the fermenter, it's tart and delicious, um, and you can't do growlers or bullets of it. Twenty-two ounce bombers, exclusively mm-hmm. at Vine and Table. Yes, Vine and Table. Another shout out to them. Great, uh, great place to go if you're looking for beers, really good beers, and wines, and, and, and spirits. spirits, and cheeses, cheeses. Yeah, mmm, mm, cheeses, mm. all of the things. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at what well, it was a. What was it? Michigan, Mi- Mont- Montgomery, Montgomery. Michigan. No, no, no. Michigan, Montgomery, Montgomery. apples. Okay. Mm. I see. I see if I can find a picture. 
Is there like an Apple Advocate website that you can go to and see like a rating of the Montgomery apples <laughs> and see what their flavor profiles are and like if the tartness levels? I'm sure somebody has done thing? it. No. I'm sure somebody has done I'm it. I'm sure like, someone has, yeah. It's almost like those, um, like in Japan, where they have the um, like honeydew or muskmelon and they will uh, do an MRI on it to determine the sugar content. Because they're very big on, like, yeah. the perfect produce. So. Well, wish, then I'm I sure wish. that something like that exists. I do really enjoy the tartness of this beer. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they're not the only country that's MRIing their melons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's. You I gotta, think that's called a mammogram. Oh, yeah. I was going to say you got to stay healthy because mm. <laughs> early signs. Mm. Early signs. Early signs. Yep. <laughs> this is very good. Yeah, I really enjoy this. This is, I think because it's a brown ale, it still kind of feels, I get the tartness. And I think what, when we talk about like sours, mm-hmm. a lot of times I like sours a lot, but they just seem a little just like a thin veil, like blowing through a window at some point. Like it was like a pie that you set on the windowsill. Yeah, you're getting the scent, but mm-hmm. don't get to actually eat the pie. Right, is what you're saying? Okay. Yeah, this uh, this I'm kind of I can actually eat the pie. Mm. A little I, bit. I could I could see that's what we're getting to. <laughs> Katie, you're oh, right sorry, there. sorry, my uh, grandfather clock's going. Oh, <laughs> yep. Hold on. What time is it? Hold on. It's midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do some research on on Halloween, but I. Just, at this point, it, there, there's there's what like Gaelic Halloween. and Welsh influences and Christian influences, well, and I don't know the whole. I Katie feel like I get our, something wrong. Our resident expert on Halloween. I wouldn't call me an expert, but um, well. it's it definitely Halloween started. It was an old Christian um, tradition, but a lot of the, um, from what I understand, a lot of the Halloween customs actually come from Europe. Um, but it essentially was an old. Um, um, Christian custom where um, Halloween um, was essentially All Hallows Eve prior to All Hallows Day, which was a um, uh, celebration of um, death. Or mm-hmm. so, yeah, and so the reason why um, in modern day it's been um, kind of um, the reason why we dress up and all of that sort of stuff is because. Something about how um, traditionally they would dress up in like in like ghosts and goblins and witches and things like that, as if they were the dead was coming to life in a way. Mm, okay. um, but now they're it's been kind of expanded out to um, other types of characters and costumes and things like that, and, and turned into like a you know a big event. And the whole trick or treat came about. Um, there's a lot of different stuff that I've read about how people used to um, go door to door and um, ask for donations for the church, I think, or things like that. And it oh, turned so into like, like a like UNICEF now, like modern day. I think UNICEF so. is like the modern day version of that. I think. Yeah, and then trick or treat came from um, people who would go door to door, and trick was supposed to be um, the question. Trick or treat was either we like. I keep wanting to say vandalize, but that's not really a good word. Their home, mm-hmm. or you give us candy instead. Oh, so, so it's, it's like you're tagging a house. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, or yeah, you just give us treats. 
instead. So it's like trick or treat. See, I, I always thought it was trick or treat for like the person at the house. So the person at the house could either trick the kids or they could give them treats. But really, it's it's actually in the kids. Yeah, it's, it's the kids an extortion the question, method. They're like they're yeah. like trick or treat. Yeah, the question trick or treat um, is it's like a bribe. Either mm, yeah, it's like, basically don't yeah. don't trick me because yeah. I'll, I'll give you treats. Yeah, do not trick me. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're gonna smell my feet. <laughs> There's a uh, I saw. Give me something <laughs> good to eat. eat. There was a a. Uh, oh dear. Oh. This what is, is that? that? Is that, that is, noise? That is, that is a I'm very... kind of getting very kind of like <laughs> oh. upset over. It. Um, there was a, a grocery store I saw a picture of that they refused to sell like eggs to anybody under the age of 18 between like October 29th and like November 1st. Mm. Mm-hmm. For those reasons, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. The window's broken now. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> the bats. The, bang- the bats those, are getting in. Those dang bats. Um, that is interesting. They can't buy eggs. That's... I don't know if they. I don't know if they could enforce it, but mm, probably not. Because then there's going to be kids that are like, I have to eat. And then yeah, it's like the only thing I can afford are eggs. Hmm. And they're like, all right, well, <laughs> too bad. Too bad. Wait a day. <laughs> Sucks. Sucks. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So I think that there is actually a lot to. Um, Halloween and All Hallows Eve and where it has stemmed from and what it is today and um but uh and where like the um the um costumes come into play and and the actual you know trick or treating and actually going door to door and all that sorts of stuff where that kind of came from and then you know like traditional customs and then what we've evolved it to be um in modern day um but i think ultimately it was just a way to honor the dead and um it just kind of stemmed um from that yeah well i'm glad it turned into what it did because i just got some delicious caramel apple ale yeah mm-hmm. in my system and then also you know everyone gets candy so that that's a plus really mm-hmm. i think in society mm-hmm. that we're giving out candy to yeah. children so uh final thoughts on merchant and vnt volume four caramel apple brown ale katie delicious great would you uh want to have a bomber of this in your refrigerator yeah i would and it's just appropriate for this time of year too and i'm not going to say if you want it on tap because you can't get it on tap you can only get it at vine and table that's correct uh christian i love it i would drink it again i would have it in my fridge um, I think it's great seasonally. I think the caramel apple gives it a little, you know. The warm and fuzzy. The warm and fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> warm and fuzzies for sure. Um, yeah. Love it. Thumbs up. Yeah. It's very interesting. I like it. I like where it's the the caramely sweetness. There's the apple tartness. The brown ale base kind of rounds it out. Yeah. And if you needed another reason to go to Vine and Table, like at this point, I mean, I've said it so many times at this like, point, seriously. <laughs> just, like, go in, like, walk around. Go on, like, a Saturday because they may have some kind of, like, special tastings or, like, special events going on there. Yeah. Like, walk around. Just They have – the selection is phenomenal. Unrivaled. Unrivaled, I would say, in my eyes. Yeah. Um, because this is something you can only get at Vine and Table. Yes. Like, I that's believe, a, that's I believe really so. Cool. It's, it's only at Vine and Table and it's only at I, – I, I'd probably – assume like books and brews probably has it Ooh, i don't know you never know no. they could be they could say you know it gets no, people no, no. The merchant of vnt yep very good all right well we're gonna take a quick break there's grab someone, our sec 
screaming in the yard. I think we're going we to go, go fight them Yeah, we off. need to go probably do, deal <laughs> Katie, with that. Katie, you want to take point and go ahead and we'll get <laughs> yeah. the gun out and we'll go ahead and I think Grab my machete. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got an axe somewhere around here. Awesome. So we'll do that. I'm sure there's Gotta a hatchet buried into us. <laughs> All right. We will be right back. I'm No Experts Spooktacular 2K15. I'm Chris Loudenslager in the studio in the crypt. <laughs> the crypt. Christian Gebhardt, Katie Harper. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you for joining me this evening. It's Halloween. It's our annual Spooktacular here at I'm No Expert, a craft beer podcast. And we're on to our second beer. And I don't know how many we're going to do. I think we're just going to kind of go until we decide not to. I, I don't know. I've I've got lots of things happening. How many do you have? A lot. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm I'm beyond myself right now. Um, so this is number number two of, of mystery number. That's kind of spooky. That's also yes. kind of spooky that we don't right. know how many there are. What? We we don't know what this one is either that you poured in front of us. It's yes. got like a nice little orange color to it. So this is uh, a different style. This is actually a cider. Oh. <laughs> so this is called both of you in synchronization. <laughs> this is Zombie Killer by Bee Nectar out of Michigan. Uh, this is technically considered Already. a braggot. Um, and on the bottle. If I can read it in our lighting, uh, it says hard cider with honey and cherry added. So I thought cider, apples, the previous one, apple Yeah. Kind of continue that apple flavor, kind of go a different gambit, a different style. It's good. I think. It's good. It's good. good, 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 good. Mm. Um, By the way, just to elaborate on our lighting and what that is, <laughs> <laughs> we've got, oh, we've got a um, very, very appropriate um, orange um, hue light bulb that is illuminating the room along with some um, blue complimentary. <laughs> and the rest of the rest of my apartment of, is just Which purple. is just all, yeah, so. Um, it's very spooky in here. Very spooky and appropriate. And Chris is so <laughs> nicely kept the door open this yep, evening yes. so that we have a nice chill in the air. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a crisp 43 degrees and cloudy crisp outside. Well, hopefully this cider raises our spirits. I'm excited. Mm. Mm. 
So we, should we just jump in and try? Yeah. Just just cheers it up? Clink, clink, clink. Hold on. Come on, give me a little boop, boop. Boom. Sorry, I think there's a leak. Um, oh, yeah. Happening. Sorry. Dang. That's just the guy in the back peeing. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this smells funky. So yeah, it I, does I'm, smell funky. I'm a precursor. I'm okay. not a fan of ciders. You are not a fan no. of ciders. I my, did not know this about you. My biggest complaint with, with ciders is that it's a little too... They're a little sweet for my palate. They're oh, just okay. a little like... Ooh, and I... Because I go back and I was like, I don't... I, I'm not a big, like, soda drinker. Sure. I never really drink soda or... Yeah. That often. And so I can never... Whenever I do, I'm always... I, it's, like, it's very sweet. It's very, very, very kind of, like, in my face. A sure. little bit too much. Kind of makes, your, makes your teeth hurt. Yeah. Because, because yeah. it is. It's it's just all yeah. sugar. It's, just, it's all yeah, sugar. It's all sugar. So... so um, what, is, what is this one called again? This is called Zombie Killer. Zombie killer. <laughs> oh, I'm excited about that. All right, let's try. Oh, my. That is unexpected. That tastes nothing like how it smells. No. That is delicious. Wow. That's, you know, it's it's actually takes on the exact opposite effect that I usually have with ciders. It's very, very, very sour immediately, and then going down, it wears off a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's the exact opposite with this one. I don't get the sour until I swallow. Yeah. I get... Mm. Uh, uh, mm. There's something in there that There's I'm, something in there that's, like, going up into my, like, nasal I taste, passages. I taste that the I can, apple more yeah. so in this than I, than I did in Brooks and Brews, too. Yeah, it's but, it's, a, like but a, it's like the apple. It's like it's like an apple cider. Like yeah. that you would just. That's There's a funk in there. Alcohol. Yeah. There's a funk in there. There's like a really like a. I hate to say this because I don't want to discredit it because it's very good. But there's like a cleaning supplies funk. Okay. It's like you open a supply closet and it's got like a. That's a. That's oh a, that's man! A, I didn't taste that until <laughs> you just said it. Right? Isn't that weird? It's not uh, until I find out exactly what it is, then I'll know. But until then. I did not taste that until you just said it. Sorry to ruin it for you. I don't know if it's like a cleaning supplies funk. I feel like it's a very, it's like a super crispness happening. It just it's more rounded. You think so? Yeah, it's like Mm. a back, like maybe a banana. Yeah, it's totally in the back. Like a banana. Like a banana kind of thing. Like Like a banana. (laughs) Say banana one more time. Banana. (laughs) (laughs) B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Mmm. Mmm. It, it to me this is totally 100% apple cider. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know if I get like I I get something that's like I don't know if I have any like cherry but I get an almost like weird earthiness like secondary Yep. Here's here's my here's my analogy. It's like almost like you like cherries that you've like picked and then they've used, you've stomped on them a little bit With on your the feet? ground. Yeah. Mm, I don't okay. know. That's what I get. Sure. Can I see the bottle? Now all I can taste is the funk. See, I'm sorry, but that's like, isn't that? Isn't I mean, that... can you elaborate more on the funk? Like, I, it's it's. How is it cleaning supplies? It's not like it's like a bleach. chemical type taste, though. Ooh. It's like a. I'm trying to read the bottle and see if there's maybe like an indication. I mean, this beer is no longer. I mean, it's, it's retired. The cider, excuse me, is retired. So maybe it's a bad bottle. I don't want to say that because it doesn't taste like turned to me. You know what it probably is? 
It's probably the potassium metabisulfate that's in it. Oh, is there the the is there ingredients list on here? There is. So this is interesting because that it's, is interesting. They never list ingredients. No. Guess what the number one thing is? Water, honey. The first ingredient's honey. Yep. Honey, apple juice, cherry juice, potassium metabisulfate, and potassium sorbate to prevent re-fermentation. Yeah, sorbate, mm-hmm. potassium sorbate's in like a it's like an, different like an things. Sorbate acid. Yeah. Well, there's That's your very cherry. Interesting. Yeah. And it is. There's the apple. It is from bee nectar. So I would, I would be, I would be. You would be. I would be. I would not be surprised if the first thing was honey. Um, maybe that's where the funk comes in. The honey, maybe, the bee nectar. Maybe because of... like you're not expecting honey, but now that I am, let me. Because you know, honey kind of always coats the back of your throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, okay. I feel like yeah, that's what I it feel was. like that's. I, I get that's that. What it is. I kind of see where that's going. And it does have a very honey. Oh, you know what? I bet the smell is. I bet you it's the honeycomb, like the 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 vegetable-y, waxy smell. Yeah. Probably somebody's like getting fucking. Someone's getting sorry. That's, <laughs> that's that's up the street. Sorry, that's. I feel like that's my neighbor. I hear. Hey, it all keep the it time. down over there. I hear it all the time. It's just. I feel like I should call somebody. Do about you? That. Hmm. Yeah, you probably should. There could be like a Dexter thing going on. <laughs> A lot of plastic. Like a TV, like a TV show, or like the no, actual Dexter, like, where he kills like people. There's like a killer up there. Oh, <laughs> like a problem. Never thought of that. Like a, like a <laughs> going to down. Yeah. Like, a, like a problem. <laughs> it's like a problem. <laughs> you need to have someone look at that. Mm, hmm. It's kind of mm. like that weird mole you have. It's like, just, do I need to get this checked out? And it's like purple. And like, <laughs> yeah, ask your doctor. Is this an issue? They're like, hmm. this is the second time we've talked about moles in like a week's time. <laughs> Oh man, this is so good. It really, it actually is good. It's, I think it that's what the, what me. it was. Now that I think about honey, mm-hmm. I don't get that weird. Yeah. Anymore. That's, yeah. That's probably what we're tasting. I, you know what? I feel like this is hard. A hard cider with honey and cherry added. Um, it won the 2011 Mazer Cup gold medal. There you go. So this is a, a bit of an older bottle, then. Yeah. I believe so. Well, it's totally apple juice, alcohol. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like alcohol. that's what I get. I mean, that's that's my my kind of biggest thing with ciders is that it just tastes like an apple juice that's, oh, it's got, it's it has alcohol in it. Like, okay, well. So I, Kate, go, go. I don't actually taste any cherry tones what, at all. Hmm. Now, it says, beware, <laughs> grr, are ug. And then it says, 480-0815. What does that mean? 480-0815? Um, What does that mean? Is it like a cipher? It could be an expiration date, because it says beware. 480-0815. Ooh, it's um, dedicated to the freaks and geeks. <laughs> freaks and geeks. Hmm. This started as a top secret experiment with Michigan honey. I mean, we yeah. Is this what you just read? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm. Is it like 480 dash? No, 480 space 08 space 15. Serve cold because zombies hate the cold. 
Yeah, I'm not finding anything for yeah. that. That's Just take a look out. at it. I think it's an expiration date, but I'm not sure. Or like a batch number, perhaps. Because it could be 0815, could be August 2015. But what's the 480 there? I mean, you know, you know, it's just a mystery at this point. Spook. You think it's a misprint? No, I feel like it could be maybe. I Ma- could manufactured. I, date? I could say. I could say. Oh, uh, maybe. Like, it could say. It could mean 480, the bottle number. Mm. But they went. It doesn't look like an individual label bottle number. So batch number 480, expiration date 0815. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. Or manufacture date. Mm. Well, no, because it won the 2011. Cup, unless they keep, unless they kept making it, that's a possibility. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Spooky. I don't, I don't think it's. I don't think it matters. I don't think. Well, I don't think it's the expiration date because we. I think that we would be experiencing a lot of worse off flavors if it was expired True. in August. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it I would, agree. It, yeah. It's got metabisulfate in it, so I mean, it's going to keep it from re- fermenting. I think. I it's just... to preserve freshness. <laughs> preserve <laughs> freshness. <laughs> I think I think that it is um, the honey that we're tasting. I am. I'm, I, it's delicious. I love honey. Mm. But it, it, this, it, if you really wanted me to tell you what I think about it, it's apple juice. Yeah, apple juice, one hundred percent. You think it'd be really good warm? Like if you warmed it up? No, I think it'd be worse. Mm, yeah, okay. it, it, zombies hate the cold. That's true. You God. gotta serve it cold. God bless it. All right. <laughs> God. Uh. God bless it. Damn it, Christian. Get it together. Gonna mm. kill us all. I think my final thoughts on this. It's okay. Still too sweet for me. Yep, mm. I knew not, it. Not not a big fan. Well, the first ingredient's honey. Of I course know. It's too I mean, sweet. I, I could just take a spoonful of honey. Just well, but also down. apples and cherries. I yeah. mean, come on, it's going to be sweet, sweet, it's sweet juice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think if as a cider, it's like very good, mm-hmm. like a strong, strong cider. It probably I can already tell won't be my favorite of the show. Mm. But that being said, I like that we have like a theme going mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the apples and everything. So yeah, mm. <laughs> we shall see yeah. as we go throughout the rest of the spooktacular. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was our second beer. Let's go on to number three. We're gonna take a quick, quick break. break as I click buttons and turn click, knobs. Click, 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 turn and knobs, we'll right and back. there's the chime. Oh, right oh. on time. Spooktacular 2015. I'm your host, Chris Ladenslager, and we're in our third beer this evening. In the lair. Christian, hello. Hello. Katie, good evening. Good evening. 
Good evening. Good evening. We've changed the scenery a little bit. Yes, a little bit. We have. It's now a spooky, foggy, abyss color. That's all I'll give you. Like a, there should be like a rolling fog, just mm-hmm. slowly, just oh, there inching. Is. It's like the night. <laughs> it's like the light of the moon. Yeah, it's okay. like a like a dark spirit suffering in the room. Yeah, those daggone crows won't shut up. <laughs> shut up, crows! <laughs> <laughs> just over here counting them. Oh, bad reference. Not good. <laughs> so our third beer this evening is a Canadian beer, so I'm going to pronounce all of these incorrectly from there. So they're from Quebec. This is uh, from La Binquit Artisan Breweries, Microbrasseurs, is if I think it's how it's pronounced. I think that's pretty good. This is an oatmeal stout style at 5.50, so we're kind of deviating a little bit from the previous two that we had. And this is called... Le Corvu. <laughs> I believe. Le Corvu is based off of Just Marie Josephine Caravu, which is better known as Le Corvu, is one of the most popular figures in Quebec folklore. She lived Ooh. in New France and was sentenced to death by a British court martial for the murder of her second husband was hanged for it and her body hanged in chains. Her story has become legendary in Quebec and she is subject of numerous books and plays. This, translated back into English, means the raven. (gasps) Oh my god! Say with the mood, jeez. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're like screaming. I the raven. Known. Mm, the raven. Mm. You closed the door, didn't you? I just noticed. No. No. Yeah. No. It's still open. No, I mean, it's it's slightly it's less. slightly less open. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little chilly over there. I'm wearing <laughs> shorts. I am the farthest from the door. There's a lot of that barrier is true. here. Yeah, I was getting to a point where my knees started to lock up. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, no, we probably should at least dim it a little bit. Keeps, Had I known, I would have worn sweatpants. Keeps the mood. Keeps the mood. That's true. Um, I just want you guys to check out this bottle. Oh this bottle gosh. is just, if you can see it. It's just blue in here, so I can't. This is the picture that you sent me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she's um, she's uh, quite a character. So I don't know a lot about the uh, the the folklore behind it, but that's kind of what the beer is based off of, is of this uh, folk tale in Quebec. Mm-hmm. So oatmeal stout. Well, the raven is huge. Yes, as like a symbol in mm-hmm. folklore and An old story. I feel like Edgar Allan Poe. I've mm-hmm. read, probably read a couple poems where he just said Raven. Mm-hmm. The Raven. Mm-hmm. There's a poem, The Raven. I'm not quite sure if those, if I'd have to look up the poem again, but um, it's, um, it's meant to be um, spooky as well. It's a kind of long. Yeah. Do you want me to read a little expert? Yes. A- a- expert. Ex- Excerpt. There you go. Thank you. <clears throat> Excerpt. Once upon a midnight dreary, mm-hmm. where I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, 
nearly napping, suddenly there become a tapping. As of someone gently rapping, rapping on the chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping on my chamber door. "'Oh, this, and nothing more. "'I, distinctly, I remember, it was in the bleak December, "'and each separate dying ember wrote its ghost upon the floor. "'Eagerly, I wished the morrow, and vainly had sought to borrow. "'For my books, secrees of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, "'for the rare and radiant maiden,' Whom the angels named Lenore, nameless here forevermore. So good. Ooh, it's very spooky. Very spooky. Okay. It's kind of All right. Should we try it? Should I, we yeah, smell it? What does it smell like first? Oh, my goodness. Ooh, smells dear. Like, oh smells like gosh. espresso and chocolate, like a mocha. All right, here we go. Oh, sweet mother of Mary. Mmm. Okay. <clears throat> that has got some, got some pizzazz to it. Pizzazz. <laughs> Just sizzling. It's got a, ooh, that's a, that's a coffee house brew there is what that is. Mmm. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I do I do have to say that I think it's sort of missing something in the back. I just sort of feel like it disappears. Mm. Okay. I would agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. It's not like... It's, again, the, the windowsill thing where I'm getting the smell. Mm-hmm. I'm not eating the pie, though. It's kind of like as if the rain is running off the shutters mm-hmm. and dripping away. Yep. Quickly. Yep. You see and hear it. Yeah. If this had like a smoky aroma to it, this may be a little mm. bit more full. Mm. Um, again, I don't know a lot about about dark beers, but as this goes, it doesn't feel super heavy. No, I I, I like mm. that though. I kind of mm. like that out of dark beers where like, they have the a, a darker, roastier, toastier notes, but they're not so like viscous and syrupy. I guess it but, has a nice yep. contrast in that way. Because stouts especially, I just feel like stouts um, kind of in my head should just stay and linger. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, they don't always have to be that way. And this actually does kind of offer a nice contrast on what you might be used to coming from a stout. Yeah, definitely. It's not so... It doesn't... It's it's not like sticky. I don't. I, it's, it's kind not of a, heavy. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good one. It's not sticky at all. But I'm still getting those nice like kind of oatmeal stout yep. notes to it. There's some like breadiness. There's some roastiness. There's some kind of. I'm getting a little caramel. I get the chocolate for sure. Yeah. Um, the the espresso's there. Espresso. Yes. The espresso is there. It's like, you know, like a dollop. Yeah, that is like that roasted note is mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, all in all, I think it's good. I just don't know. I, I was trying to think, like, would I want this, like, at night, like, after dinner? You know, like, as an, like a, an ode to, like, an after-dinner coffee. But then I'm just like, no, it doesn't have that. I mean, for me, if I'm, like, drinking a stout or a darker beer, I want it by itself. Usually either... Pre-meal 
mm-hmm. a significant portion of time before I'm going to like eat a dinner or something. Sure. Or a significant time after a dinner. Mm-hmm. This one almost feels to me that would be good with like a dinner. <laughs> yeah. Like it feels it, it's it's kind of the the taste, the flavor profile, the I think it's coming up soon. It feels like a great Thanksgiving beer, almost. Ooh, okay, yeah, I could see that. You know, I, th- I thought about it. I think I know where I would want this, like in a, in a situational thing. I would want this with brunch, mm. with a waffle. Yes. Or French toast with lots of maple syrup. Because it's not, I don't think it's sweet, per se. No, it's, I think, in, in keeping in mind the um, espresso part of the of this then yes i could definitely see it in the morning paired with or even for brunch paired with a kind of a, even actually a heavier type um choice yeah so like yeah a nice like dense waffle right yeah yeah where you're just eating the syrup kind of get that sweetness which would then heighten this sweetness a little bit which then would give yeah. you the chocolatey like a chocolate chip pancakes oh yeah thing. or like a french toast oh my god well yes. i think this is uh, not as sweet as the first one. No, no. It is not as sweet as the first one. I mean, I think Zombie Killer was the sweetest yeah. so far. Besides, really? For me, my palate. Was the sweeter than the, the cider? No, a Zombie Killer. Was the cider. Was the cider. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, Books sorry. Books and Brews, the first Merchant. one. Merchant, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That one yep. is, is sweeter than this one. This one's pretty muted. But, Yes. The bottle actually said something interesting. Um, its deep color is topped with a rich and... Um, I can't really read this in this lighting. Um, um, unctuous cream mm. that hides a sharp bitterness. So then you've almost got, I guess, a, I mean, a creamy aspect maybe to it yeah. that I'm not really picking up on. But um, I think that helps strengthen the chocolate a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a hot chocolate kind of mm. thing made with Worthy of the gloomy milk. ideas that haunted this legendary murderous mind. Ooh. Just to tack that on. So, Katie, you, you said you had some, like, sum up from for Halloween. You had mm. some kind of uh, synopsis of the, uh, the Halloween as holiday. Yeah, like, sort of just as an introduction. Um, high level here. Um it's, you know, I, w- I was um, I was right in, in saying that it is a time of celebration, but also of superstition. Mm. So due to the fact that it is a time to honor um, the dead, um, but what, um, what people traditionally have done is uh, would light bonfires and wear the costumes to ward off roaming ghosts. Oh, okay. Um, so that's interesting. Um and uh, it, it actually, in the 8th century, it says here that, that Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as the time uh, to honor all saints mm. and martyrs, which would make Halloween, or what it, it is referred to now, um, before All Hallows' Eve being October 31st. Um, and so um, All Hallows' Eve or Halloween was meant to... Um, I guess ward off all of these, all of these maybe ghosts and goblins and even demons and things like that to then on November first honor those saints and martyrs that had passed. I see. Um, 
Um, yeah, and then, of course, it lists here that over time, Halloween has evolved into a secular community-based event um, that involves things like um, um, still dressing up, but it, more and more mo- modern-day type um, characters, and um, then, of course, um, activities like trick-or-treating. Um, um, Here's a question. Yeah. Who believes in ghosts? Uh, I do. I do 100%. Really? Both of you do. Um, well, I, um, I've had my own experiences with, um, spirits, spirits. Yes. Um, I participated in a, um, overnight stay at a, um, haunted, um, sanatorium in which, in which case I experienced, um, a lot of things. Prior to that, I was a huge skeptic, um, but I sort of surprised myself and, and figured that there at least that something exists in the spirit yeah, world, whether sure. or not it's it's ghostly or um, what have you. But um, I do believe in something. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would I would uh, I would say I had a similar experience. I we knew a, a family friend who had a uh, like a like a haunted haunted house that had burnt down the family inside it was rebuilt and uh we went over there one halloween actually so he always does like a year it's a bed and breakfast he does this yearly halloween thing it was a while ago and i was always skeptical i was like nah that right. ain't that ain't shit right. that ain't they is no ghosts <laughs> they's no ghosts like we like there's no way so then i sat in the living room and we did the whole like everyone quiet and then he would be like are you here? Like, uh, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you hear from another room. It's like, <laughs> and then you're just like, ah, fuck that. And so then it was like, I was like, okay, it was a speaker in the other room. I was trying to, I was trying to like lose logic. I was like, all right, so how can he make this an effect? And then over on the other side of the room where we could see someone started walking down the stairs and it was like the, I don't doubt it okay. at all. And so I'm like, all right. And then you look, and it's seriously no one's there. And it's just like the, the creaking sounds. as it goes down. And then you heard a baby cry. And I was like, ah, it's the most spooky-ass <laughs> shit right here. <laughs> so then from that point forward, I was like, all right, there's got to be something going on. Which, and then the only the only part that makes me skeptic is the fact that, like, let's say let's say that's real, right? right. Let's say that's a fact which I'm, I'm pretty much on the side of saying it is. Why on God's green earth is there not anyone looking into that? The the sheer fact that there could be contact somehow from this other realm. And we're just like, oh, leave that to the Discovery Channel to like do some weird show and make a mockery of it. And why is there not like a serious inqu- inquiry? There are very, very serious ghost hunters very serious ghost hunters um those that definitely try to seek information from the from the dead and Mm -hmm. the spirit world um and i i do that i i also think that the psychic realm and um this like all of this sort of ties in together and i just think that that 
I just can't help but think that spirits exist because there is still business that needs to be attended to. Sure. Or of some of some sort. Because in yeah. my experiences, um, I saw, smelled, and heard things. Ooh. Mm. And it was, it. and I literally, I I went in to this overnight tour, which if I were to tell anybody about it, I'd be like, what an idiot, you know, well. um, as, a, as a huge skeptic. And I more went to the building based on or due to its history to try to find out more of its history. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I mean, I can I it's it's was it's Waverly Hills um, mm. in um, Kentucky. And um, it's this. um sanatorium that they used to house people with um tuberculosis Mm -hmm. and so um they would they would take them from society and put them in this um in this one on this one campus really um because it was so contagious and so airborne that they would isolate these people and um this um sanatorium is where a lot of folks were basically brought to die and um so this overnight tour was essentially visiting um all of these levels of this sanatorium where you followed the buddy system but every hour you would kind of switch floors and um there was a lot going on and again i participated in it just to just to kind of like enjoy sort of the history of this place and get involved in more of the these ghost hunters that were um close friends of the family of mine because i had never experienced anything like that before and um I thought it was a little bit silly at first, all of the summoning and all of the, um, all of the little like trickery and, you know, things to really rile up these ghosts. But then, um, yeah, I did experience a lot and I probably will never go back. Yeah. This is spooky. (laughs) It's spooky for sure. Yeah. I don't believe in ghosts. No, no. Okay. We'll have to take you somewhere. Well, here's, here's my caveat to that. I, I don't believe in ghosts as like a, as an extra spiritual, like, a dead person or a dead animal because people think you know dogs sure. have ghost dog ghost dogs or whatever. <laughs> I, I, I don't buy it. <laughs> okay, Not sure. Real. Not All right. Real. All right. Um, but if I go into like a scary like haunted house or go to like sanatorium or like go to like an overnight stay in a, a sane asylum or something, yeah, yeah. my like over a mac uh, over active imagination will create things. Yeah. Okay. See, and, and and because it's because I'm in the space and I am completely surrounded by the experience of the sights, the smells, the you know, where I am, the people that I'm with, my mind will just start like making, making connections and making things up in my head. Yeah. And I and I will like come back out of that and be like, "Oh. Well, okay, that you know, totally makes sense for, for me in that moment, but yeah. uh, outside of that moment, no, absolutely not. Well, yeah. How do you Cause feel? Because I, I almost, I, I've almost felt the same way, and that's almost what I sort of expected in my in my ghost hunting experiences. Um, but it, it, there are things that did happen that, at the end of the day, I just could not explain away logically. Right. That's what I felt, and I and I think that my brain has conjured up this weird explanation that it could be I, I don't feel like it's the spirits being actively in it like stuck into a realm like you're interacting with that person thing whatever but I think that it could be the energy of something happening that's like 
recorded into the things around it, mm. which is really like then we'll get to talk about like okay, then like matter, like what is matter doing in this space, and right. like like really scientific, yeah. right? Then right. you get into this point where it's like okay, then can you record a negative energy or right. like a positive energy, and then is that imprinted upon the area? Because then I've heard places that it's like there's people that have ghosts follow them, right? Mm. Which then makes me not believe that, or makes me believe it's recorded onto that person's like energy, mm. right? And it's funny that you say that too, because one of the one of the major things um, during our trip um, to Kentucky was that as soon as you leave. All of us were very adamant about asking the spirits to not follow us home. And we literally would say this out loud on our way out the door. Mm. Don't follow us. Stay here. We really don't want you around us. Thanks for having us. You know Mm. what I mean? But um, don't follow us home. Right. And so there is also that element that a lot of people believe in that it's just almost like these spirits just get just get stuck to them into something yeah Yeah. and um yeah and there's very very specific you know ways of letting them go and it's just it's it's very strange and so diving in that deeply i would still be i would still consider myself a skeptic um but the things that i did experience at waverly hills um were things that sort of um shook me to my core things that left me um left me speechless where i was sort of in a moment where i literally you know just just took my breath away i just couldn't speak and that sort of stuff yeah blah 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 but until you're actually in that moment yeah it almost is with is a thing where i can talk to you about this all day long and i actually don't care if you believe me or not Mm -hmm. because i know what i experienced that's what i that's how i feel Mm -hmm. it's like you could like you could believe me or you could not believe me right but at that point it's like it there there may be a way to explain it but from my perspective yeah i was moved in in such a way where it's like I'm pretty smart. Yeah. And I would know if it was like I feel like I feel like in my mind I would know a speaker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I would know what a speaker would sound like based upon what mm-hmm. someone's voice would sound like. I'm sure there's some pretty good speakers out there that that like would claim you couldn't tell the difference. Right. Okay, great. Would this one person that I knew install state of the art speakers into this house? Right. No. Right. So that's when I go, okay, something was real. And until you really are there, like we we gotta go. I would much rather do that, like a real haunted house, than a yes. than a made up actor's haunted house. I would that too. way to be with a group of people that at the end of it you just go like this, you go, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that was literally that was spooky. Because there there were times when I um. Because I guess I don't really scare easy, and I think that's why I love this holiday so much, and I, I really actually get more humor out of it than anything else. But I was, at some points, terrified yeah. at this um, sanatorium where I I just um, – I froze. And it were it was things that I really, really, really don't – I almost felt like I was intruding, and mm. I was not – and I was unwelcome. And I was just like, how soon – can we get the fuck out of here? (laughs) Because I wouldn't, I I just, a a lot of it, I just, um, yeah, would never experience again. I mean, even just very, very strange things. Like I, um, there's a, there's a portion of, um, Waverly Hills where one end was like a rec room, um, that they had built up 
for for even like you know young children to go in and just like play and and um um you know do activities and things like that and there sure. was a, there was a particular spot in the room where chairs were set up and I was just I was simply by myself and I was sitting in this um on this chair by myself and I got this huge whiff of bo and it was bo that caused me to almost gag mm. so I. Would, I got up, I moved, I, I was with two other people, I asked them to go and sit in the same spot, like, tell me I'm not crazy, mm-hmm. they didn't smell anything, sat back there again, he, another huge whiff of it, I was, I had to get up, I had to move, I mean, it was terrible, B.O., yeah. and... um did the same thing please sit down and tell me you were experiencing the same thing or tell me it's me (laughs) do something (laughs) where tell let me let me wrap this around (laughs) listen am I smelling is this me yeah let me like try to find a solid answer for a third time it happened again and I was just like um I think it's time to revisit another floor another room like let's just get, get out of here, here. Right. because I just there, those were the sorts of things that I couldn't explain away and it was it just was very very strange it felt very personal too that I was the only one experiencing it sure. and due to the fact that it was a rec room it kind of made sense so that sort of stuff is what gets me yeah mm, yeah yeah there was a there was a, I'll do one more there was the, in that same house that I was in there was a room where they would do um, it was a it was a bed and breakfast for a while, and the story was that there was a there was a lot of uh, children at one point in the house, and there was a room that had dolls in it, so the dolls always move. Dolls, okay, yes. which is weird. It's very weird. So you like we put the dolls in one place, and they were all scattered around the room. We went in there, and the next time it was very creepy. Um, and then what was even weirder was as we were doing this listening thing, we heard. A kid sing Ring Around the Rosie. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Very, very creepy. And then we heard something fall upstairs. Like that. <laughs> so. Oh. Ooh. So then. So then we go upstairs. And what they always do is they stage a room. Well, they'll do like a room with like jacks and a ball mm-hmm. onto a, a dustpan. Yeah. And if the jacks get moved off of the dustpan, the dustpan falls. Yeah. So. What they do is they don't put it by a window. It can't be wind because they're lead. Like, they're heavy. Right. So they put it in a room, and that's what you hear fall. And when you go in, they are on the floor, spread out. There's no way they could have fallen, like, from another side of the room onto this point, And you just go, uh, okay, that's weird. That actually just happened. That happened. Like, yeah. is it magnetic? Is it whatever? Right. Whatever. You don't care because you're just like, yeah, it's yeah. really the Ooh. feeling over yeah. anything else. Yeah. All right. Well, Chris, we're I taking digress. You to a well, uh, anyway, so I <laughs> guess okay. those, those ghosts are very polite because you can just say, eh, "Can you not follow me?" Thanks. <laughs> hey, thanks. 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 <laughs> Have a good, you know, eternity there, wherever you I'm are. I'm gonna leave mm-hmm. some deodorant here for you. You stink. <laughs> you a stink ass. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's take another break because we have uh, fourth beer. Mm. Ooh, okay. Fourth let's beer. Go. All right, here we go. I love this. And this oh, is gosh, probably that stout is just it's good. It's really good. It's good. This is probably my my I'm most excited for the fourth beer. Here on I'm I'm no experts spooktacular 2K15. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to I'm No Experts. Spooktacular 2K15. I'm your host, Chris Laudenseger. This is a craft beer podcast. Thanks so much for downloading it. We're on our fourth beer of the show, fourth and final beer of this show. Christian and Katie are here in the studio. Thanks again for joining me. I uh, what's a what's a monster's favorite dessert? What's a monster's favorite dessert? Stop it! Um, I actually should know this one. Ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't the skeleton cross the road? Why? It doesn't have any guts. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of guts, our fourth and final beer of the show is called Undead Party Crasher by Clown Shoes. Oh, wow. Wow. We kind of made full circle. We kind of went from... I wanted to... In, I, th- I think we kind of maybe botched up the, the order, but that's okay. Uh, but we have gone to a... Um, Imperial Stout out of Massachusetts. Wow. Okay. okay. Um, this is a American Double slash Imperial Stout at a 10% ABV. So it's the highest octane that we've had. Ooh. The little blurb, <laughs> the little blurb, which I love. Okay. In a world full of uncertainty, hardship, and people trying to hold us back. Do we need the undead and trademark attorneys to clown se- shoes say No. No, die, monsters, die. Forces of darkness brought about a chance in the name of this beer, which has been released to celebrate our second anniversary, but in still sports signature dark malts. Holy water and malt smoked locally with hickory and ash. Yes, you heard me correctly. Blessed by holy water. That's freaking incredible. Oh man, uh, yeah. This was, this beer apparently had had a different name previously. They got uh, some kind of legal thing happened, so they had to change the name. So this is kind of the undead uh, party crasher. Party crasher coming back, coming back at ya. So this is this is where we where we drink this undead party crasher to crash that undead party that we just had. Yeah, because you guys were you were talking about those those spooky spooky, spooky spooky spirits spooky spirits. And this is coming in to say no, 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 no. So let's let's cheers. Okay, let's try this out. All right, I'm very excited about this beer. Okay, are we gonna smell it? Mm. Different, different. Like I love that different mm. stout mm. smell, which is nice compared to the previous very one. Different I get stout like a smell. like a like a raspberry chocolate. Mm. You know, like a chocolate that's like got look like a raspberry filling. Yeah. Ooh, I get that. Yummy. All right, wanna try it? Ooh. Ooh. Lordy. Oh dear. Mm. Mm. I feel so holy almost. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Just uh, oh, my uh my insides are burning for some reason. I don't know what that is. <laughs> my lips are on fire. Lucifer. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Wow, that's 
Mm. That is a that is a nice. I'm eating that pie. That's that's devilish because that's ten yeah. percent, and that does not feel anywhere close to no. a double digit du- double digit beer that I've had. Wow, that's just ooh, really nice. I feel like that's the let's let's call the uh, the one we had before the I'm not sure the name the Canadian one. Uh, the Raven. Let's just the say Raven. It's the Raven. Called the Raven. Perfect. That one was a chocolatey espresso thing, but I feel like it was the it was the like the thirty percent dark chocolate, like where you're like mm. the be- like it was like the huh dark, the dark chocolate the dark chocolate M M&M. and M right, and then this comes in, and I feel like this is like the seventy percent cacao, like it's just like <laughs> it's just unsweetened unsweetened chocolate that's just kind of like it's got the bitterness that I that I get from the Eating dark chocolate in yeah. it a little bit, almost. I mean, if it if the previous stout, um, if there was a creaminess that actually went um, was there to mask any bitterness, um, there ain't none of that in this one. No, and this is actually creating the complete opposite for me too, where I was um, describing the previous stout as having really nothing on the back, that it just sort of disappeared. This is all mm-hmm. back. Yep. This, this, baby just back. <laughs> this, baby back. this just lingers yeah, yeah. definitely mm-hmm. so um do you guys have any like halloween traditions that you normally do like every single halloween i know katie has her uh well i grew up um i'm very nostalgic with halloween just because my parents knew how to do it right um we were sort of the house to either land on or the house to end with or um, start with Mm -hmm. because um, we always had all the candy and we were always dressed up the house and we always um, just did it right sort of. And my parents were so good too with um, making sure that my sister and I um, always had a costume for Halloween and would always, always, always go trick or treating and just, just, tear up the neighborhood tear up up. up. and we would come back with pillowcases full of candy the pillowcases were yeah so so many stories from halloween and so i think that just as a nostalgic person is why i just adore halloween so much because i know what it should be as a kid true and um i also know what it how much fun you can have with it you know just as an adult and Mm -hmm. so halloween is very dear yeah, to my heart, but it's always, um, you know, costumes were huge. Um, traditions for me nowadays is definitely decorating, definitely carving pumpkins, not just carving pumpkins either, but, but baking the pumpkin seeds and doing that right. And usually always at least trying to visit a haunted, haunted house or, you know, a haunted occasion of, of some kind to just at least celebrate Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Christian, do you have any Um, uh, traditions? I have a really funny one. So, when I was a kid, my, my parents I, were, were pretty healthy. They're basically health consultants. Um, they are health consultants. My dad's written some books on fitness. So there's there's been a strong influence in my in my family uh-huh. for like yes. the the reasons to kind of campaign against Halloween. I think I know um, that story. The, not to say not to say that my childhood was like I was deprived. We 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 do the dressing up. We'd go do the Halloween. We do the trick or treating. We do the you know buckets from. You know, wherever would be like the jack-o'-lantern bucket. But then we'd get home and we had the option of either keeping our candy or selling it back to my parents. Oh. So they had this thing where they were like, listen, 
you can keep the candy if you want to, but they put a price for each piece was like a quarter. So then I was like, damn, like, yeah, <laughs> like I could, I could, I could capitalize on this. So then it would be, you know, like $20 later and I'd have most of my candy sold back, which would then go back into the pot that goes to the the kids that come in. Yeah. So we'd do that thing. But then I would say like, I'd keep like 10 pieces and that would be enough for me. So I never had like the Halloween candy dumped mm-hmm. in my dresser drawer like that, mm-hmm. always pulling from it year after year and like keep, yeah. you know, but it was like, that was kind of the tradition. So I was, it was very different. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think it was, it was unique enough where I still got to experience Halloween. I think I'm going to be a really fun, like adult Halloween person once I kind of. Like this year, Halloween snuck up on me. Yeah. Like it literally, like it's tomorrow. Yeah. Like I am, I am not ready at all. I don't have a costume. And if you're listening to it, it's today because we're putting it's out today. on Halloween, <laughs> yeah. right? So today, um, and I don't have a costume. I don't really know what I'm going to do. But had I had more time, I would totally do the whole thing where you like get the front porch spooky. Mm-hmm. You know, like you break out all kinds of stuff. You have like mm-hmm. the seven bowls of candy. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to the Halloween parties. You like really festive that thing and a thing. Don't have the opportunity to kind of do 100% this year, but in in years to come, I, I feel like I will be full-blown. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Halloween has come to be my absolute favorite holiday oh, out of yeah. all of them. Yeah. Absolute. Yeah. And I mean, to the point where I, I used to celebrate so much that I have um, just a full closet of Halloween decorations, just that um, I, you know... Some of which I could potentially retire, but other of which that, you know, show up every, you know, year after year after year. And, um, and I, I just, uh, I've just come to love it so much just due to the, you know, people just get so, Halloween is one of the holidays that just everyone gets so it's just so festive yeah. yeah and everyone can get on board and everyone gets so excited about it and fall is also my favorite season True. and so this is almost kind of the like this is your time of year yeah, yeah. and so yeah. It, it's um it's good it's all it's just kind of good all all around yeah. you know i mentioned warm and fuzzies before and it's just it's yeah. what it offers yeah um i've got an odd halloween tradition okay um not to to tout other podcasts on the podcast um but i am a huge fan of radio lab very much more popular podcast than this one but if you haven't listened to it it's very good it uh, has a scientist scientific aspect to everyday things lots of very good stories kind of i i describe it as this american life if Bill Nye, the science guy, made this American Life, so it's it's so it <laughs> which kind is of, just so American, like yeah, yeah for real, yeah. Um, so you are, you guys are uh, familiar with uh, the War of the Worlds, the H.G. Wells book, yep, yes. correct, yep, correct. So the uh, the idea behind the this one episode of Radiolab, and when I was at university, I would walk at night all the time. I would walk through campus just randomly. Like, you know, maybe I would go somewhere and do homework and then I'd walk back to my dorm or whatever. Sure. But I loved walking at night. Oh, man. And I would love kind of that, like, solitude. And then I would have an episode of Radio Lab, and I would just get lost in that kind of explanation. And how they produce the show is just excellent. And they have this one episode where they kind of go through the the broadcast of War of the Worlds. And if you don't know, they, they there was this 
the year technically was 38, 1938, when um, they decided to, uh, who was it exactly? Oh. I'm like Orson Welles. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Orson Welles, famous like radio. You know, in that time, radio was the television. Yeah. Sure. Radio was you would go and sit and uh, sit in front of the radio and you would imagine these stories. Literally and, and, gather around right, the radio. Right. And, yeah. and 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 my opinion now still is that radio has better pictures than TV does any time because you can imagine anything that you want <laughs> in your mind's eye. Right. Um. <laughs> Orson Welles decided to adapt War of the Worlds to radio as a radio play. Mm, okay. But he did it in a way that very for the very first time in that time period, and if you go back and listen to the episode, they explain this. It was the first time that they ever broke in. So it was the way that they set it up, it's it's like this orchestra playing it's like an evening kind of oh you're sitting around and it's halloween Mm -hmm. so it's it's the evening you know mom and dad are sitting at home and it's they're they're listening to this very lovely orchestra music happening and then all of a sudden it's a break-in and at the same time you're you're it's world war ii so then you're thinking the break-in of some kind of like war announcement sure and so what orson welles does is that he kind of he creates this narrative of strange lights in the sky you know all of these observatories around the world are seeing things happening they go to and field respond uh, correspondence they are talking about these alien invaders there's these like they create this this idea of this martian attack and it literally creates pandemonium yeah yeah and it it like goes across the united states and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, there's actual aliens, actual Martians invading. They're like, you know, decimating cities. They're like taking over Boston. They're yeah. like going up the East Coast. They're starting to influence, you know, going, you know, going to southern states. It's like this huge idea. So every year during Halloween, I do two things. I listen to this episode of Radio Lab to kind of get me in the mindset. Because if you listen to it, spo- I don't want to spoil it too much. But just kind of think of the idea. That was in 1938, right? Right. Right. Could that actually happen again? No. I would say no. Could, I would could say... you could you trick the public into thinking that there is an alien attack, a Martian attack, some kind of thing happening? If based you on... do it right, especially in, I think in in this day and age with um, how much preparation i guess um is becoming more and more popular Mm -hmm. for this type of epidemic right you know i do think that if you did it right yeah you could totally you could totally trick everybody again Mm -hmm. um and then i go back and listen to the original orson welles broadcast of the war of the worlds and it's so weird because you hear at the very beginning it's like the very very beginning of the broadcast is like this is a broadcast of uh the war of the worlds by hg wells but then the rest of the broadcast is just this farce. Yeah. This this kind of theater that happens. And I love I love that. And it it's it's kind of this the idea of creating a scene 
in your mind, and yeah. that's why I just I just love. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because it's the theater of your mind. There's no, there's nothing more powerful than you believing something. There's no limitations. No, because then your your brain's like, yep, that's real, and that's it. Like that's how yeah. magic works. Like that's why magic is so cool is because it's just your brain not catching things. Um, I, I you know I think it may work. I think you could probably do it in this day and age. I don't know if you could do it location based because mm. you've got the internet. Because then you'd have people doing this. They'd get on Reddit. They'd go to the city. They'd go, what's up? Nothing. Cool. That's fake. And then so that's what they would do. But then I think you could you could you could orchestrate something. You, yes, that's that, that's that you could that's definitely. My art. Yep. You could definitely orchestrate something where you get a couple individuals, couple organizations involved, and it would become where there could be people that would say, hmm, that's probably not real. But then you're going, oh, no, that's happening somewhere because this would never – you'd never have this person tweet that or whatever it is. There's, I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be fun to it's do. It's a little bit harder nowadays, but I think it could definitely be – and I'm going to see if I can try to maybe play a little snippet because I just love it – is, it's such a weird – it's such a weird uh, yeah. Yeah. Halloween tradition for me. But I no, love, I like I've, it. I've done it like ever since, ever since I heard that episode years and years and years ago. I've gone back every single Halloween and I've sat down and I've said, oh – I'm going to just listen to this, like, in a room like this. Yeah. Very dark, dimly lit. And I, I just, I, we'll, we'll play a little clip. Okay. We'll play a little, like, kind of thing so you can kind of get an idea. Okay. October 30th, 1938. On that night, the United States experienced a kind of mass hysteria that we'd never seen before. And the reason, which today sounds almost comical was a radio play. Affiliated stations present Orson Welles and the Mercury Theater on the air in The War of the World. The War of the World. Around 12 million people were listening. Most got the joke. It was Halloween after all. But if you consider that about one out of every 12 people didn't get the joke, that's what surveys found afterwards. About one out of every 12 people who heard the broadcast thought it was true and that some percentage of that one million people ran out of their homes, towels over their faces, clutching children, tripping, breaking limbs. Well, that constitutes a major freakout. And in this hour... First ever live hour on Radio Lab here at St. Paul, Minnesota at the Fitzgerald Theater. We ask, why? Why did people panic? And of course, we'll ask the big question as well, which is, can it happen again? I'm Jad Abumrad. Thank you all for coming. And um, so, uh, Radio Lab, oh. if you haven't listened to that podcast, well, which- I would definitely uh, recommend going back. And listening to basically every single episode of that podcast. That okay. is, uh, That's fantastic. Definitely makes your mind think in the way that they set it up. Uh, you know, you see, you see things like Mythbusters. And, and Mythbusters is in my mind because they're ending this, finally ending that series. Yeah. But right. it, it, there's the science shows that are so – they're interesting. But the way that kind of they set up everything – acoustically and sonically it's i don't know there's something there's something about radio lab that i really like um but yeah that's my that's my holiday ha- halloween tradition every year is uh war of the worlds uh by h.e wells and wow okay that's uh, one that's a it's, good, it's kind of intense it's a good one though i don't think i think that's 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 probably that takes the cake 
because that's a good one. That's like here's, a good tradition to here, have. Here's my challenge is like if you if you can kind of get like at the end of your Halloween night, right, whatever time it is, you know, yeah. like turn off all of your lights, maybe light a candle or have like one light on and then like put on. This podcast is a very kind of – it's that sort of tone so you can kind of still stay in that realm. Yeah. But go back and, and find a recording for The War of the Worlds by Orson Welles mm-hmm. and just kind of – Kind of try to imagine what it would have been like. Because, like, you'll, you'll never – which is which is crazy that you'll, you could never get yourself into that mindset again where you hearing it would be like, wait, is that real? Yeah. Because then you know it's you know it's not. You know it's a thing. But then you kind of – I feel like if – I don't know. I haven't listened to it, but I want to. If you listened to it, you would feel like what would someone have thought? A, not having the internet. Yeah. B, the radio probably is pretty much mostly nonfiction in that regard. Highly influential. I mean, I would think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like where you could – Well, uh, in, in context in that time, I would say you've got – a lot more nonfiction on the radio than you compare it to TV now. How much is nonfiction on the TV versus versus or altered nonfiction, right? Versus uh, fictional content. Mo- most of people will watch and oh. and consume fictional content compared to the news or yeah. some kind of like sciency or historic, you know, television program. Yeah. So, ooh, yeah, we should. Uh, yep. Very interesting. Very interesting. I, I like the, the, it a lot. There has been a few times where I've been on social networking and Twitter and, and on those and something has popped up and it has exploded and people are convinced that it's real. And then a couple hours later. It's only a matter of time. It's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I so think I, is cool. I think it's cool that like our our, our, our minds automatically think – you know, like we we have this this mob mentality that's like, oh, believe what other people are saying. It's a it's a it's a method of us surviving. Is like you believe the crowd, and then you suddenly have these posts, and it's like the the, the April Fool's thing with that Google. What they do is they'll always do something funny, yeah. And then you have that like their whole goal is to get those few people that actually believe it. Yeah, they'll build a website, they'll put hundreds of man hours into making something. To just get a few people to actually sign up for that service or whatever, I think that's when they go, cool, we kind of did it. Like, that's what we do. And then, I don't know if you could replicate something like that, World of the Worlds, into now. Well, it's just amazing because back in the day of radio, everything was either radio or it was just word of mouth. Yeah. There was – I mean, it's not like nowadays where as quickly as something can begin, it can – also as quickly die out yeah and you know due to as much yeah. communication as we have um you know accessible at our fingertips and so it's um it's proven to be much less successful um in the, in that right when when really back in the day yes i mean radio was all anybody had yeah and i think it's sad too because now that i think about it i think it would a be possible to do but i think that it would be like like an organization or a company in a boardroom saying, all right, we're going to do this thing. It's going to be a PR stunt. It's going to cause a ton of panic. And then there's that one person that goes, we can't do that because legally we would get our our pants sued off because – or, 19- or if something dramatically happens, like somebody dies. Right, because the 1938 
someone like broke broken limbs, right? That's when that's when the person going, "Oh, I broke my arm running out of my house because you guys said there were aliens." That could today probably be a pretty good lawsuit. Like you could probably oh, argue yeah. pretty well against that. 100%. There'd be a judge that would take that on. There'd be prosecutors that would take that on. They'd love it. Yeah. Today, back then, it would be like a yeah, you know, like go, go away kind of thing. Let's let's just. And I hate I, that about today. I hate it. Listen to the Radio Lab or okay. the Worlds. There are something. There's a story there that almost matches up to exactly what you're saying. Okay, perfect. so we'll, right. we won't we won't go into more. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Um, was that that was your, ooh that was good. Mm-hmm. That was really oh, good. What was yeah. that? That was like a nice little breeze that coming through here. Excellent. I, I think stout, okay. By the way, I think if we have to conclude anything. My favorite was the undead. <laughs> the last one. I think that was... That one was really good. I think the most solid for me out of all four. I think my second was Books and Brews. Me too. I like the Raven and Zombie Killer. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first time I've ever been on the show where I've finished every one of my beers. High five. All oh right. my gosh. Those little taste buds are just Eat. popping just up like... Growing. like Do just it. crazy. Just, just everywhere. Um, yeah, definitely would drink again. Very good. Katie... Thanks for coming on the show this week. Thank you. Uh, Christian, thanks for coming on the Spooktacular Ooh, this week. for the second a, time. Second year in the row for Ooh. the Spooktacular. Thanks you so much for listening and downloading this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you can follow us on Twitter, go to twitter.com slash noexpertshow. Go to facebook.com slash noexpertshow. Go to noexpertshow.com to subscribe and leave a comment <laughs> and a rating on iTunes. It really helps support the show. And uh, if we can get these two to stop dancing to this awesome Michael Jackson Thriller. song, we are actually going to do a uh, bonus beer, which isn't Bo- a beer. Bonus beer. We tease it at the beginning. I Katie, love it's called bonus beers. Witches Brew. Witches Brew is going to be our bonus beverage. Let's just say bonus beverage we'll is what it's going to be. Gosh, I love it's not bonus actually, beers. It's not actually a, a beer, but it is the bonus for this episode. Go to patreon.com slash no expert show. Support the show and you sir stroke madam slash person. <laughs> sir stroke madam. <laughs> uh, will be able to access this exclusive content just for patrons. Get oh, exclusive content like the bonus beers. A dollar. A dollar. A quarter. A nickel. A nickel. I don't... Oh, well... I think a nickel is like... Okay. I know a penny is like almost negative money. Oh, okay. Off, off of taxes and sure. things that let's, happen. Let's call it a dollar. Let's say Literally, dollar. you could do a dollar. Just one dollar. One dollar. Why not a dollar to listen to this amazing... Because it's going to be crazy town. Oh, my happening gosh. Up, uh, yep. So Which, we're, we're four beers in. And we're Most about to go into pretty high ABV. We're about to go into a bonus beverage. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to hear that craziness? Patreon.com slash No Expert Show. Thanks, guys, for coming on. Spooktacular oh, twenty fifteen. And thanks so much for you listening right now and downloading the show. We will see you next week. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.